1: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
2: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. see mcdonalds.com your favourite podcast or ask
3: your smart speaker to play the podcast "Lester till I die subscribe like follow and join in now
0: love your sports. love your music
2: for the ultimate blend, it has to be LTID with your host, Chris. Hello, welcome along. Wasn't planning on doing a show tonight, but it looks like this could be happening. Dean Smith, did we have a lucky escape with Jesse Marsh or would he have done any better? Uh, he brings John Terry with him, so if you go into the match, don't bring your wife. to anywhere near the uh, the Players' Tunnel. Um, He'll give a brand new thought to the the word Players' Entrance. But, of course, the exciting thing for me with this one is that uh, Craig Shakespeare is coming back. Um, Knows the club from top to bottom. I mean, he'll obviously still know a couple of players uh, that that were hanging around then are still with us. Um, but he was with us during the Great Escape. He knows what is needed, and my God, do we need leadership at the moment? This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Thank you so very much for joining us. Uh, we are live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can also um, listen to our podcasts, uh, Leicester Till I Die. And you can pick us up on your smart speaker. Um, and, of course, we are part of the
4: TalkSport fan network. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport fan network.
0: TalkSport. Powered by fans.
2: And I'm pleased to welcome Jack in from The Final Whistle. Um, you're not as excited as I am. Um, I don't know.
0: It's... Uh, he might not be everyone's cup of tea. Um, but at least we've got I a manager. In. <laughs> at, least, at least we've got a manager in. Um, you know, we could have been we could have had Jesse Marsh, we could have had could have brought Martin O'Neill back. Um Rafa Benitez was in talks, and that's I don't know what happened there, but yeah, it looks like Dean Smith. Um some Leicester fans look at it in a negative way, saying it's desperation, it's a man who not gives us enough is what we want, but yeah. We've just got to get behind the manager, Chris, at the end of the day. we You know, we've been crying out for a manager since Brendan Rogers, and hopefully Dean Smith can be the man to keep us up, so we'll wait and
2: see. The thing that shocked me was that I read, and this <coughs> is true, and I've been critical of top and the board, Uh yeah because whilst when it comes to the play inside, the book stops with the manager, and he obviously got sacked in the end, but the actual running of the club and appointing of like the manager and etc is down to the board and then top. Um, now, I read somewhere, and I could say, if, if this is the case, then it just shows what a shambles we have become as a club, that they had no plan... When they sacked Brendan Rodgers, they had a plan. When we sacked Claude Puel, and we got Brendan Rodgers quite quickly. Now, any any owner of the club, when you when you watch Leicester, and, and there was questions about whether he should have even been here at the start of this season. You know, you've had from August till sort of April to think this isn't going well. We need to have a contingency plan. And to sit there for all this time with the results and the standard of play and the injuries and everything that was going on, it is, it's is—it's embarrassing to think that this is now an, an, our owner.
0: Yes, it's been um, left too late. Roger should have gone sooner. Uh, we'd probably got a better appointment than a manager if we had got rid of him sooner, but... We've had to go what we've got with, and it's a reek of desperation for me, this one. Um, I'm not saying I dislike D- Dean Smith. Um, you know, Leicester fans are gonna look at his time at Norwich in the championship. It didn't work out there. Um Aston Villa after selling Grealish, he lasted five games and then he got the sack. I mean, he's a guy who kept Villa up in nineteen twenty. Um, he obviously won the playoffs. Uh Craig Shakespeare was there. And uh, John Terry was there as well. So, them three know each other quite well. And uh, them three are going to be the ones that come in and uh, hopefully
2: turn this sinking ship around, Chris, and uh, keep us up. Well, as um, Razor said, players have got no fight. Maybe this guy will come in and not take any nonsense. And you've got three people there that have got experience between them. Now, it is only till the end of the season, uh, allegedly. There may be, and it's still got to be 100% confirmed, but Fabs reported it and Sky are reporting it. There might be an option for an extension. Um, I think we'll still try and make an approach for Potter at the end of the season. But if we're in the championship, he may turn us down. Um, But we need... I don't know why Adam Sadler wasn't sacked with Bren, uh, when Brendan Rogers was. He was part of his coaching staff. Uh, he, honest with you, I mean, what? How? I mean, Jack, if you were the manager and you, yeah. you know, Topper come to you and says, Jack, would you just run the club until we get somebody else in? Would you? Would you honestly sit there and think? Do you know what? Brendan ran this club really well. He picked great formations and, you know, I, 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 I'm going to try exactly the same thing as he did. You Surely you wouldn't play two defensive midfielders and one striker who had five touches in one half in the game before when you're playing probably the biggest game of your season against Bournemouth. No, you've got to have a
0: different approach to Rodgers. Um to me, it feels like the system. It's like a one-way system for Leicester. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, things needed changing from the Aston Villa game. Clearly, it did work with two centre-defensive mids and one up front. Um, when Rodgers got the sack after the Palace game, well, mutual consent that thought two up front with the option would go out and attack Villa and uh, really make it difficult for them and go and be hungry for points, Chris, but... In the last two games since Rodgers is gone, you know, we've not really done that. We seem to have lack of confidence, lack of fighting, us, lack of passion. And Dean Smith could be Dean Smith, that sort of manager I hear from Aston Villa fans who likes to play father figure, who will get the best out of individuals and likes to see an attacking style of football and gives that passion. And I think that's what Leicester's been missing quite a lot this season, Chris. The word yeah. passion.
2: Yeah. Well, 110%. You know, you look at those games we've played, Palace, what you know, we all laughed at Roy Rogers coming back, you know. Yeah, <laughs> um did. Roy Hodgson, obviously. Uh look what he's done. Stuff five pass, Yeah. Um, Villa, I mean, that was embarrassing, that first half. It's the worst 45 minutes out of football I've seen since, to be honest with you, I've been supporting Leicester and I'm 62. Um, The Villa game, we played a little bit better, but we obviously lost still. I just can't believe that the guy that we've entrusted the safety of this club to has played the same style and formation that, the previous guy that had got us into this trouble played. Um, I really, really don't. I mean, he'll probably still keep his job because he knows the players. But Dean Smith, he's, he's not going to stand any nonsense, is he? No, you bloody hope not. Um, Dean
0: Smith's got to pick the confidence back up in the players. Um, obviously, he's got to get to know them, as not he, as a group? Um, he's got to get a style of football now where we're going to play with confidence, attack the game and really show commitment and fight. And I think that's what we need. Obviously, John Terry's going to bring that back in with the defense because the defense has been leaking goals all season. He'll yeah. be one of them. John Terry who will go in with that defense and really sort it out. I think that's what we need to be. We need to be standing tall in games, not feeling small and letting teams run all over us. Cause I think that's been the moral all season, but Dean Smith, he approaches games differently. He might not have worked at Norwich. It worked at Aston Villa for quite a bit. Um, Villa fans loved him. Some disliked him, but you get like every fan base, to be fair. But I guess we've just got to give him a chance, Chris, and um,
2: see what if this style of football can keep us
0: up in the Premier
2: League. Yeah, um, 100%. I mean, I've, I've not seen much of Terry. I'll be honest with you, but I do remember watching him when there was that <coughs> leeds yeah and um you know the goal that that uh shouldn't have really scored he he got into them and that's what we've been lacking somebody on the side of the pitch that well, actually you know they say the owners end up looking like the dogs well the teams end up playing like um the manager obviously and i just think i just think we'll, we'll at least we'll see some passion now
0: Yeah, I think we need it. We need a lot of
2: passion in this team, a
0: lot of fight. John Terry's won trophies, hasn't he? He's a leader. um, Captain England, Captain Chelsea. That guy is a leader off the pitch now due to his retirement and that. But when he was on the pitch, that guy had a winning mentality and knew how to win games. And uh, that's something that he's got to now coach into Leicester's players, a winning mentality. Because at the minute, we're too complacent and we're conceding too many goals and that's something that needs to stop. And I think
2: that's something now he'll implement in the team. Well, we, we, we can but hope. Um, I mean, look, I mean, this is, this is the form table for the last six games. I mean, it's embarrassing. Let me just put it, it will be when I bring it up. There we go. We are bottom of the form table Yep. We are no Forest Fulham are right down there at the moment. Southampton. The problem is that the teams that are around us that we should be getting points off, you know, Forest are above us. All right, only just. Southampton are above us. Everton are above us. Palace are above us. Leeds are above us. <laughs> Wolves are above us. Every bugger's above us. <laughs> well, obviously we're bottom. I mean that sums sums it up.
0: Yeah, it sums up the season, Chris, you know. We got beat twice against Southampton. A side who never knew how to win games, and then there comes Leicester. Bournemouth beat us twice this season. Uh, You wouldn't really have expected that. We went to the city ground, got battered second half, and uh, we haven't turned up. We've not got that fight, that energy, that team spirit. The Foxes never quit. It's like we've gave up in games. It's like teams come in. Coming like attackers and that and pressurers and that, we don't like it. It's like we gave up. It's like the Bournemouth game at the weekend. 15 minutes, we showed commitment in the team. I thought we we did okay first 15 minutes. And after that, what really happened, Chris? You know, we, it's been the model all season. Uh, Brendan didn't know how to change it. I know he's gone through notepad after notepad, but their ideas never happened. And uh, the amount of clapping that went on even when teams scored, I guess the players, I don't know, I guess the players like fights and like some Leicester fans have said, the damage has been done and it's too late to team Dean
2: Smith and his team to turn this season around. As you can say, not, not your first choice. You, you would have still fancied Rafa. Yeah, Rafa, he's been there,
0: he's done it. Um, did well at Liverpool, did well at Chelsea. Um, Everton, I feel that they've already in the ship before Rafa Benitez took over with like the board and that. There's a bit of a debate in between the fans, but then Rafa obviously got the sack. Um, did well at Newcastle, got them up. Um, Rafa's got Premier League experience and he's got real pedigree. Uh, but some Leicester fans wanted him, some didn't. I put a poll out to who they even preferred. They said Rafa, but you know, we've just gotta stick with what we've got now, Chris. We as his fans are just paying customers, aren't we? You know, we we're not the owners of the club. We don't run
2: the club. We just watch what happens. Yeah, and um, it's top it's top club. He can, you know, do, do what it's his he... decisions, yeah. You know, he, he can do what he wants basically. But uh, I just maybe he's that he's taking his eyes off the ball. Um, you know, he's been over in Thailand, he's got his companies over there that have been struggling because of the uh, uh, COVID and etc. And maybe the Susan Whelans, Rutkins and Neville's haven't been keeping them you know, keeping them up to date with how bad things are. Um I mean the thing with Rafa with me is yeah. I, when you when when you look at Everton, he went into Everton, a team that had only just stayed up at the end of the season, and he didn't improve them. Now we know that we know it's not all Rafa's fault at Everton. Everton are a club that are in the deep doo doos. Let's be honest with you; uh, they might even be they might it might be the saviour of of one club if they get a points deduction. Um, but just to me, there's certain managers that are better. A, a particular type of team now. Rafa, yeah. to me, like you said before we came live, he's done it at Liverpool. He's done it at Real Madrid, and what? But has he ever, apart from Newcastle, and he took them down? Let's not forget, he actually took them down. All right, he brought them back up, but he took them down. Everton yeah. didn't be the sort of manager we need for this fight. You know, I mean, again, I'm not sure we I, need a.
0: We need a manager of passion, fight, everything, intensity, character, desire. We need, we need a whole lot, Chris. And um, we needed to get rid of the backroom staff. We, needed a, we need a big reshuffle at Leicester City, you know. I do feel yeah. that Runkin and Whelan have let top down massively in the way things have been rolling. He's trusted them since he's been in Thailand. And they haven't really been the perfect saints, have they, over here to... How things have been run, uh, Rogers. You know that decision's been left too late for me. They could have brought that decision to top early on and said, "Top, you can clearly see what's happening over there. To you know, what do we do?" But they haven't. Have let it happen. And uh, we, I don't know. Is it the now that the alarm bells have started to come, Chris, for Leicester? And has it really been
2: left too late for us? Well, let's ask Josh what he thinks. Good evening, Josh.
4: Good evening, lads. You're right. Yeah,
2: good. I've been better. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um it was left too late, Josh, wasn't it? Let's be honest.
4: Oh yeah, miles too late. He should have gone, you know, September. I've said it a few times. If you look at Aston Villa, what well, they sat Gerald, what was it September time, they're mm. pointing the a top manager, and, and now look at him. And obviously, it's different. Obviously, Brendan did, did more for us than Gerald did for them. But, yeah, it should have gone ages ago.
2: And do you think, Josh, I mean, I said this earlier. I cannot believe that I read that we didn't have a plan B. We know we know, Brendan never did, but Top didn't have a plan B because they thought that Rodgers would have got us out of this. But surely, from the start of the season, you would looked at that and thought... Well,
4: better have a contingency plan here yeah half it's plan a, a but worse were not it but yeah i just i just yeah it's, that should be the number one thing in my opinion yeah, even if the manager's doing well like like brendan was linked with jobs left right and center a few years ago and he needs to have some sort of plan you know if he goes what what's the process and to not have a a, a, a plan, especially now, is just stupid to me. And, you know, even if he got sacked in OB International break, you got Dean Smith in, then you got Palace, Villa, Bournemouth, and you would have, and I'm telling you now, we would have got more than zero points if we had him in charge. It's just stupid, isn't it?
2: So your your thought on 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 uh, Dean Smith? I mean, I think we dodged a bullet with Jesse Marsh personally uh, as a Leeds fan on on Sunday, and he like I don't think I had one good thing to say. I, I was actually quite optimistic, thinking well, at least we're going to get a manager in, and I was ready to yeah. slip my wrists by the end of the show in case he did sign for us. Um, you know, there's a lot of other people. But, Dean Smith, like like uh, like Jackson, he's been there. You know, he got a team up. He kept Villa up. Shakespeare was here when we had the um, the Great Escape, and yeah. John Terry's obviously got Premier League experience. For me, I like I say, thank God in a way that uh, Jesse Marsh turned us down.
4: Yeah, to be fair, I felt I think any manager would, would be better than Star and Sadler, wouldn't it? But yeah, I, I think it's probably the best we could have got. So I don't think anyone's going to really going to want to come in now. And fair play to them for coming in, really, because you know it's a massive risk on the CV, fans relegation. But yeah, I'm quite happy with it, really. I think Dean Smith obviously didn't do obviously t- towards the end of his Valencia wasn't fantastic, but I thought he did it right. To be fair, if you look at lockdown, they were doing fantastically well. Obviously, they beat Liverpool seven two and stuff. So yeah, it was at Brentford before as well and did quite well. And obviously, John Terry, who's going to be i think i think it's gonna have a big impact as well um not not just defensively but in the dressing room and and obviously you've got shakespeare as well who knows the club inside out and i think that mix is is quite good so yeah i think it's the best we could have got
2: well let's just um let me just do this because i'm having that many people coming in that i'm not gonna have room for the uh, for the banners so let me do this (laughs) let's get rid of this and let me add this and let me do this and there we go look at that amazing craig good evening how are you feeling uh, about this well it's not yet confirmed but it's you know everybody's reporting that it is
3: yeah it's pretty much uh, <clears throat> seems to be confirmed doesn't it um overall i think it could have been a hell of a lot worse <laughs> to be honest um you know, I really didn't want Rafa anywhere near this football club. I'm, I'm no, surprised no, no, that anybody did.
2: Leicester branch of the Rafa Benitez fan club. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
3: would
2: say
0: top of the fan club, but, you know, I just looked at his <laughs> Premier League experience and what he did at other clubs, apart from Everton. So.
3: Yeah, I don't think it ended that well for him at Newcastle. Like, my no. only problem with, with Rafa is that... Um, Two defenses. Whenever, whenever the team played well, it was Rafa, and whenever they didn't, it was the players. He was a very divisive, uh, and I don't think he was some. He's he didn't strike me as someone who could bring a squad together that needs it. They've got eight games. Um, you need a cohesive unit, and everything that I've seen just feels like he divides rather than unites. So, I think this is a good mix, to be honest. You know, I don't think any of us. You know, if if it was Dean Smith alone, I don't think anybody would be particularly excited. But I think the fact that you've got Shakespeare coming back, who knows some of the players, knows the people in the club, higher up the club, and the fact that John Terry's coming in there as well. um, You know, I I think it could be a decent mix. And as I said online, you're not looking for a long-term solution. You're just looking for someone to get a bounce. Uh, and I think the three of them, the fact that you're getting three new faces rather than just one voice, you know, and three, and you know, I, I not nothing against bringing more foreign people in, but I think that you've, the fact that you've got three people who know the Premier League, who know the English game, who can have a bit of a laugh and a bit of banter as well. I think hopefully it'll be a good mix. Yeah.
2: Um, Jack, I'm just reading here. Uh, Pundit Richard Keyes believes Jesse Marsh must, and I quote, really rate himself to have turned down Leicester City. I mean, he's turned down us. He's turned down Southampton. I think both Southampton and Leicester can consider themselves really, really lucky. Um, (laughs) He's not all that good, is he?
0: No, look at his record at Leeds. I mean, he only just saved them last season. Actually, Jesse Marsh didn't save them, Rafinha did last game of the season. Now, if you look at him this season, he won two games out of 20. Leicester beat them as well. They they wanted him out, at Leeds, at the King Power Stadium. They said, where the F is Jesse Marsh And that showed how much they disjointed it was between the manager and the fans and the football. And, you know, yeah, he picked up a result against Liverpool at Anfield. But now it weren't enough to keep me a job. Jesse Marsh and Phil have got lucky escape there. Dean Smith, offers more for me. Um, I will back him. And I think he can turn it around because, like you say, Chris, people thought it was just Dean Smith coming to Leicester City. You know, you've seen it now. Great Shakespeare. Great, great bloke. Knows the club really well. Top to bottom. Uh, won the with Leicester. Great escape with Nigel Pearson in that season. He knows what it's like to be battling at the bottom, great Shakespeare. Yeah. And uh, John Terry offers a lot of experience, leadership, And I think that's something that can really help the players progress in these next eight games and really put up a fight against these teams that you wouldn't think we're actually going to beat in these next eight games. So, yeah, I think we'll be more better now under Dean and uh, we've just got to give him a chance. You know, it's no good criticising him before. We've just got to see what he's about and hopefully he can keep us up
2: this season and do the job. Josh, uh, looking at it, it's official because they've put it up on Wikipedia. (laughs) <laughs> anyone, anyone could change that. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> know. Leicester City interim manager, it's got here. On the 10th of April, it was announced Smith would become interim manager. <laughs> I didn't think it would go up that quickly. But, uh, <laughs> Josh, I mean, we th- this game that's coming up against Man City It's a three hit, really, isn't it?
4: oh yeah, yeah. you know if you win that'd be a miracle wouldn't it but you never know but yeah I, I think that's more of a game to kind of test the tactics out a bit and I think it's it's not the it's, it's not the game you want but in a sense kind of is just just with the new manager straight after man city you've got those massive games out you against was it wolves Leeds you've got Fulham etc Everton as well so I think the game against man city obviously I don't expect us to win there and if we do get back to four 0 i I hope the fans don't turn um Just like Jack said, I think the most important thing now is just to get behind the players, get behind the manager and just try and push them on for the last eight games or so.
2: Do you not think, Josh, that it's almost a perfect game? Because Mm. if if Dean Smith and they are all in and let's hope they start tomorrow and then they've at least got most of the week to prepare for it, um, if we lose... None of us would blame them because it's Manchester City. Let's be honest with you. But then they'll have had two, well, yeah, two weeks to prepare for our games. We've got Wolves at home, we've got Leeds uh, away, we've got Everton at home, and we've got Fulham away. Before we then obviously have to play Liverpool and Newcastle. But those four games, they're the four games for me that could decide our season.
4: Yeah, hundred percent, and that's uh, and that's everything. I think Fulham away as well. I think that, that's winnable as well now. And, yeah, if we cut, you know, what's up, 12 points, we need to be getting at least, what, seven, pushing nine, really. And that, that's going to be it, really. I don't think four. I think if we can get over for um, 30, 35 points, it would do us. But, yeah, just on just onto the Man City game. Just, just experiment really. Not, not obviously experiment crazily. Obviously, don't make us lose like six, seven nil. But just get, get the tactics across and try and build a bit of confidence within the squad. And you know, if we can go there and get a draw or even a win somehow, the, the confidence that that would bring for the next couple of games would, would be crazy, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, uh, Craig. Obviously, the memo about wearing Leicester shirts didn't uh, arrive in your inbox in time.
1: <laughs> <I> never <did>. go. <laughs>
2: But when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with muck delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See com. But, I mean, how, how important are those games now?
3: Uh, definitely. And just touching on the Man City, I think i don't think any of us think we'll will realistically come away with anything but for me if we come away with like a two nil defeat that's like a point because it protects our goal difference yes. and it yeah. could come down to goal difference it would it wouldn't surprise me if it comes down to goal difference in the end so that is like an extra point so anything that we can do to not damage the goal difference i think will be a result to be honest yeah. but yeah. those other games are the ones we were talking about it earlier there uh, the the Everton Leeds, um, and uh, the 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 first one that we've got coming up, um, I, I what it, Wolves. Yeah. yeah, I mean, really, you've got to be looking at sort of seven points there, haven't you? You know, and I think I think it's going to be a low total, to be honest. Um, the teams have got to play each other all the time. That's that's what's happening at the moment. So they're taking points off each other, and we're in that mindset of. Are we at a point now where we want draws or do we start to want some teams to win so others get stay closer to us? You know, when there was like six or seven teams in it, you started thinking, oh, it'd be great. Let's just have draws. Now we're getting to a point is it's good that Palace have won because it kept Leeds closer to us, you know. And if one or two start to get away, that's probably helps us, to be honest. So yeah. I think we can start looking at the other results and saying, right, there might be teams that we want to win now. Um, just to keep others down and as close to us as possible.
2: Jack, Facebook user says, and I, and I said this earlier, on, on I was on um, Jake's West Ham unofficial channel uh, looking at the relegation battle, That's it, Neil. Um, that they'll, they'll have Everton's um, uh, investigation completed by the end of the season. I have a sneaky feeling that the FA are going to really leave it until after the end of the season, so that if Everton go down themselves, it's not their problem. They they can wash their hands of it because they're in the EFL, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, no points to Dutchman in the
0: championship, then if they do get down this season. Um which will not really be a great start to the championship season for them if they were to go down, Chris, to be fair. Um but if they do stay up, then they'll obviously get the points deduction the probably start next season in the Prem which I don't know how many points it's going to be. It could be a lot due to what they've actually been doing. Uh, but, yeah, the Man City game is a free hit. Um, we were never expected to go and win that game, to be fair. Don't go to side Man City fight for the title, and I don't feel that we could get anything there, to be fair. I'd like to say we could, but, yeah, yeah like Craig says, a 2-0 defeat wouldn't be as bad because the goal difference... Is what's gonna be key for us at the end of the season. But if we got it eight nil or six, seven nil, then you just think to yourself, Wow, because of the teams ahead of us and uh Everton Wolves Leeds full of massive gains for us now. I mean, without a manager, if we if you said we'd have Mike Starwell in charge and uh, Adam Sandler till the end of the season, how many points would we have actually got? Because the players' confidence would still be the way we was against Bournemouth in the way we're playing, we'd still be the same one up front, two centre defensive mids, expecting for the best and then just giving up when we feel like it. But I think with Dean Smith, he's gonna get that fighting spirit back in that team and get that confidence back up. So I think that's something he's gotta come in and do first. And then go and take the fight to Wolves because we've got time to prepare for that, Chris. He's got, you know, say he gets a point tonight then We've got two weeks for the Wolves game to prepare with the team. So I guess the Wolves game is more important than the Manchester City game.
2: Yeah. I mean, Josh Andrew said there, none of will go and beat Man City. I'd take it. I mean, the, the oh. confidence boost that would give us. But <coughs> change of style, don't we? We know, like I say, two defensive midfielders and one up front who got five touches against uh, Villa. You and i just hope that they can bring that and do you think this is the 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 well, the team of 3 that could can bring those changes
4: yeah i think it's all well it's all well and good him bringing the tactics in but i think at this at this point in the season it's more just about that passion and and fight really because you know and, and that that's what's going to make a difference and that's why Leicester left the league that's why the great escapes happen i was looking at his um his tactics earlier and it's quite it's quite interesting and Brentford he played with two up top in, in uh Morpe and Watkins a few years ago and obviously Villa he went with two up top at times as well so it'd be quite I think the team selection for, for City will be um very will be very interesting to see how, how it obviously fares. But yeah I think I think these three alone can can do it. It's obviously gonna be a, a massively tough challenge but you know, just like we've been saying, if if it was Dean Smith alone, I think, yeah, it would be a bit, a, a bit more difficult. But I, I think the, the collective three, there the may be some more coaching staff could come in as well. So we'll have to see how it goes. But for me, I just think the fresh faces, the, the, the new ideas can just be the difference. And that's what we needed.
2: I think you'd agree with that, Craig, wouldn't you? I mean, I'm not going to say that, you know, if we lose against Man City, we should be second. <laughs> it's <laughs> an in-joke between me and Craig. You're I'm not making the yeah. But look, it is that, isn't it? It is a fresh face. And I wanted to ask you, and I did ask the guys this earlier, uh, but I do want to ask you, Craig, now that you're in. It, I did read that um, we had no plan B should we sack Brendan? Hmm where when we sat club well, we had a plan B, the fact that we knew we were were going to approach Brendan. I mean, surely, when you look at the season that we've had, at some point, somebody with brains in the organisation that is Leicester City Football Club, at the top level, whether that's Rudkin, Whelan, Neville, Top, should look at that and go, shit, we may need to have a a plan B here. And to go Mm -hmm. to that, that far and not have that plan b i did say i, wrote, I as you know i write from the bbc and mm. last week i i wrote i hope we've not left it too late mm. and i think we might have done
3: yeah it, i mean it's a tricky one isn't it i think i think they clearly gave brendan every chance uh to put it right and i think they were probably a little bit blinded you know it's um it's like if you're in a relationship and, and and one of you wants it to keep going and the other one's not sure and you and you give it everything. You know, you give them every chance to try and put it right. But at some point, someone has to make a decision. Um, and you're right. You know, it looks like they probably, uh, probably have left it too late. It'd be great if we do get away with it, but we may not. Having a plan B, I think you're in a really difficult position because, one, you've got to go behind the back of the manager uh, to be doing it which we know that goes on. You go behind the back of that, but you've also got to have open discussions with someone and say, you know, you're coming into a relegation battle. Uh, We only want you till the end of the season. There's not a lot of people who are going to be queuing up saying, yes, please put me down for that one. I think what you've got here, you've got uh, Rafa would have taken it because he just likes the money. It's going to not damage him. Rafa will get jobs all over the world. These three I think I've got an opportunity at redemption at a much bigger club than they thought they would have. Dean Smith was never going to get a premier league job. He was never going to get a top half of the championship job, even after what he did at Norwich. So they must be licking their lips and thinking we've really got a fantastic opportunity here at a fantastic club with great infrastructure, with a a ground extension. They must be thinking, come on guys, we've got to give this everything because if we do, there's every chance that we'll get kept on for next season?
2: Yeah, Josh, a, a point that Craig made there, uh, which is a, a valid point. Like you know, who are you going to get at this point? You know, we're still staring the championship. Um, you know, if we go, you know, I, I, people are saying that we're holding on till the end of the season in the hope that we'll get Potter. Um, I think if we go down, we might not get Potter. To be honest with you, but had they made that decision. You know, after the World Cup or wherever, we, we, and we were still, you know, although in the relegation battle, we weren't in the shit that we're in now, then we would have got been able to get a better manager, probably.
4: Yeah, e- easy as that. Just like I'm saying this, it, we, I think we have left it far too late, it clear. But yeah, I, I just think now it was, I said, it, I think I said it earlier, I think this is the best we're, we're realistically yeah. going to get right now. I just can't, there's, I, you know what I mean? I just can't really see many people. Wanting to come into this mess and having, you know, the chance of relegation on, on the CV, and, if, and fair play to the three of coming to, to, to take the challenge. But yeah, just like I said, if if we did sack him, even in February time, maybe we could have got someone a bit more, um, you know, just a bit more experience, and more, more of an elite coach, maybe. But. Yeah, to be fair, I'm, I'm really excited with with, with, the, with the appointment. and mm. hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, yeah,
2: hopefully. You know, I, I am as well, I've got to be honest with you. Jack, if they keep us up, do we offer them uh, an extension? And if they take us down, do we offer them an extension? If they take us
0: down, then there's a big possibility that we could actually go for them next season to bring us back up. Um, Chris Wilder could be a name next season that Leicester Leicester fans would probably go for if we did go down to the Championship. Um, he seems to have good experience at Sheffield United. Uh, if we do, if they do keep us up, then it depends on the plan, Chris. You know, it's, it, we've now got time to have that plan be now, haven't we? Top's got time to reminisce now and get everything sorted for the summer. And I think that's something we're going to reassess. Um, would it be a bad thing keeping them for next season and giving them a go? Uh, probably not. But I think, I think, like you say, Graham Potter is something that Leicester likely want. Um, I think he did want a break after Chelsea. Um, I don't think he fully said no to the idea. But I think with Graham Potter, it's if Leicester stay in the Premier League, if they do, then maybe he will be interested. If they don't, then... Yeah, there's no way of getting him any, but yeah, I think with these guys now, at least we've got somebody who's actually come in who's been willing to give it a go. I mean, not many managers will give it a go in this position, and John Percy even said that. Uh, not many managers have looked at Leicester and said, no, nah, that ain't for me. What, like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I think we've been lucky in a way to get some three of these people who are up for the challenge. If it works, if it doesn't then you can't really blame them in if we do go
2: down no well this is a, it it is a bit of a win-win for them and let's face it they've already got a, a relegation on the history on the cv with norwich um craig <laughs> let me ask you this uh, and and it will be the last question and it'll be the same question to all of you when when we did the score predictions for the bournemouth game um, it was a two-part question. It was, you score predictions and if you think it would we would stay up or not. And there's eight of us in there. Four of you thought we would stay up. Four of us thought we would go down, including uh, a few, well, more X-Foxes thought we'd go down than, than LTID presenters. Um, Pre-Club says Dean Smith has just been confirmed. Now, I don't know if anybody else is like me and we've been sat here um, – Refreshing the the screen every two seconds, um, but I still nothing up as yet that I can the, see. The contract was signed about an hour or so ago. So what? Sorry,
0: the contracts were signed about an hour or so ago.
2: Really, right?
0: Wow. It's Seagrave. So you know, what, Leicester's like with social media and that, and they like to make everything perfect for the announcements, yeah. Looking <laughs> <right>. <laughs> photography yeah. and all that. So, That's yeah.
2: True. Um. I forgot what the question was now. Oh, yeah. Um, so, give me your three that will go down at the end of the season, Craig. And you guys, I've been thinking because I'm going to ask you the same question as well in a
3: second. Um, I think Southampton. I think Forest. <coughs> yeah, I, I can't see Forest getting enough points, to be honest. And and, and I've said this before. I don't think they've got
4: Not
3: enough goals in them. Um the other one's tricky. I mean, Leeds got absolutely ripped apart by Palace the other night, which was a, a shock for me. Particularly after going going a goal up, um, I'm still not overly convinced by Bournemouth. I, I think it, it. I think it's one of us, Bournemouth and Forest, to be honest. Um also oh, two two out of the four. Um, I, I can't see Wolves getting dragged into it too much. I think you know, they don't let goals in so that they're going to eke out one or two results. Everton maybe, but again, Sean Dyche, you know, probably, you know, that's who we, we should have got. But I think at the time, at at the time, again, or or go back a, a season or two, you know, and if you just said, right, would you like Sean Dyche as your manager? Everybody would have said, no, not at all. We don't want that. And then all of a sudden you find yourself in trouble and you want Sean Dyche and he's the next best thing. So it just shows you how we're all fickle as football fans, and we just we go on the tide of of whether we we're doing well or not as to our opinions. But yeah, so I'll, I'll include Everton. So I think two from those. I think Palace are away now. I mean, Roy's done it pretty well there, and I think Wolves will have enough as well to get out of it. So, um, so
2: just yeah, confer- I think I
3: think I think, think Forest and Southampton, and then it's one of us, us Everton and Leeds.
2: Okay, Uh, I think what JB is saying there is that pro clubs is a dud, not a dude. (laughs) Dude, that's what he's saying. Sorry, Leicester, Everton, and Leeds. Leeds, Josh, your three. Um, Southampton,
4: um, easily. Southampton Forest, and I'm gonna go West Ham. I know it's an outside shot, but. I look wow. at their fixtures. There, they've got Bournemouth, which is obviously a big game. Then, then they've got Liverpool, Palace, Man City, United, Brentford. They've Obviously, got um, those on the final day in Leeds. So I'm going to go West
3: Ham.
2: Wow! Um, it could be down to the last game of the season. Yeah. Then. yeah, yeah it
3: will. Uh, <laughs> if I remember rightly, if I remember rightly, Chris, our our run for the Great Escape started with West Ham at home. Yeah. So maybe it can finish with West Ham at home this time.
2: Uh, straws grabbing at we are. I think you know, <laughs> we can save that one. <laughs> um, I mean, the thing is though, Joshua, when you look at our fixtures, you'd have said, "Well, we have got Bournemouth. You know, we have got <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> they, they should have been winnable games." But look, uh, who knows, Jack?
0: Ah, uh, what did you want in like at the Bournemouth game, or or now? No, now, no. OK. Uh, Southampton, Nottingham Forest, looking at their results. I don't feel that Forest have got enough in the tank to stay up. I don't think I think Dawes are the same as well, The Forest are going down. Uh, it's a tricky one. I mean, watching that Leeds game yesterday, I thought they had enough fight in the first half. But then second half, they fell apart, got battered 5-1. They've been brought right back into the mix now. I know they're four points clear of Leicester. Um, Everton... Well, with Leicester, I'm I'm not really sure still, to be fair. Um, It depends if Dean Smith can actually come and turn this around. If the players are actually going to show up and do everything they need to, then I think Leicester will stay up. Um, It's between Everton and Leeds for me. Um, I'm
2: going to go Leeds. Leeds, but possibly Everton. I think Dean Smith Um... will turn it around for us. I My three it. to go down at the start of the season, and I've no reason i don't think I think I wasn't that far off actually, were Southampton yep. uh, Bournemouth, and um Leeds. that's what I worked for, yeah, there were the three now Bournemouth. I mean you know we're saying about Bournemouth there's eight games to go. we were on thirty points. They are still only three points off Nottingham. And they have got minus 29 goal difference. And that's mm. what could be dragging them in. Uh, Everton, I think it will all depend whether um, they, you know, they get the points up. deduction or not. I think we all agree they've got the best manager to try and get them out of this.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, yep. But unfortunately... And it's, I am the world's worst pundit, by the way. Um, when, it, when it came to I remember the, the Champions League final uh, between uh, Liverpool and AC Milan, and at half time, I turned to my son and said, well, "That's it. They're not going to come back from this penalties." <laughs> <laughs> and and Shishenko, I said, I'd, "I'd put my mortgage on him scoring," and he shot it wide. So <laughs> I don't believe So I'm going. I'm doing a bit of Steve Linek's reverse psychology here. And I'm going to say probably Leicester. I can see us getting dragged into it. Well, we're in it, aren't we? Uh, in the hope that I'm completely wrong again and we stay up. But uh, and I want to say I want to. I'm going to thank Dan really. Dan, obviously a Burnley fan. Um, did did me? Agree? He sent me now a list of uh, contacts for, uh, <laughs> for preview shows for next season. <laughs> well, let's at least get relegated first. down. there's no need to be like that. But uh, blessing. Uh, can anybody see if we do go down? Can anybody see us doing a Burnley? Championship's more difficult these days.
4: No chance.
3: I, I, not with the squad we've got, it would need yeah, to be no. rebuilt. We were watching them, the um, all of them will leave, yeah. I mean, I was watching um, some of the Blackburn uh game today, and uh, that's a tough physical league, you know. I think as fans, if we do well, we'll love it and we'll almost fall in love with football again. You know, a part of me is kind of looking forward to it if we go down because. It's like proper football where people don't roll around and you haven't got VAR dampening <laughs> every goal that goes in, and Look, you know,
2: Craig, you know, we'll get we'll get relegated, and they say, oh, we're introducing VAR, no, introducing
3: probably, VAR. <laughs> probably, but uh, but with the squad we've got, we, we, you know, I was talking to Scott, and we haven't got enough fighters in that squad. There's not enough backbone. You need we need to get some physicality, in, I think,
2: and I've got to say. Congratulations to Bernie. You know, guaranteed yeah. coming back uh, to the Premier League the first attempt with eight games to go is, is some, is some fee. Uh, but there shows, actually... shows you
3: what a crap manager Sean Deitch is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for company. I'm sure he'll, he'll come to us, won't he? <laughs> Guys, <laughs> thank you so very much, all of you. Um, I, I'm happy. If this comes off, which is looking like it is, uh, let me just have one last refresh of the website. And absolutely, it's still Madison saying stay with us. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if he was aiming that at Brendan Rogers or what. But uh, but thanks very much. Um, Craig, you haven't got a a website to promote. Well, not one that we can legally do anyway.
3: (laughs) No, you can use me on Twitter. That's fine.
2: How do we find you on Twitter, sir?
3: I think it's just at Craig Bird.
2: You use it that way. I was, you know, I was an know. early
3: adopter. I got my own name.
2: You, got you weren't even a number one, were you? <laughs> Get over there and give Craig a follow, everybody. Uh, he deserves it. Thanks very much, Craig. Uh, I'll see, see you me, on Thursday when we can cry in our soup about the Manchester yeah. City game. <laughs> Cheers, Thank Chris.
3: You. Cheers, John. Cheers. Cheers, Jack.
2: See you, mate. See ya. Josh, thank you very much as well for coming in. Uh, where can people find you?
4: Yeah, you can find me on YouTube um, at Sports. Uh, I'll be going to Man City on the weekend, so there'll be a nice match vlog where we we'll probably get battered by that one. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, mate. Which I appreciate
2: it. No, thank you for coming on and giving us your views. Um, I can say you're a sucker for punishment, aren't you? I <laughs> hey, so, uh, hope you have a safe journey and hope it's not too embarrassing. You watch, yeah. I actually I feel I'm not even going to do a watch along this week. For that, is how fed up I am with watch alongs. You, you watch, we'll all go and win it now. <laughs> but, uh, have a safe journey, mate. I've been trying to bring try and bring three points back, but I'll take one. <laughs> Cheers, so mate. That's... Jack, final whistle, where can people find it? Uh,
0: people can find the final whistle on YouTube, um, TikTok. Instagram, Twitter. You can find us all over on that. Uh, yeah, we've got the match day Vlog for Man City on Saturday. Um, it's my birthday on Saturday. So oh, is I it? Guess, oh. I guess, guess Haaland's going to uh, ruin my birthday. and probably put birthday out on as a celebration in front of the Leicester fans. But, uh, yeah, um, I'm not looking forward to it. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's a free hit at the end of the day. Uh, we'll have a match review on Sunday for that mm-hmm. game. Um uh, But yeah, Dean Smith oh, now is all I can say, mate. All
2: I can say is for you. Have a happy birthday <laughs> from us to you.
0: There we go. Appreciate that.
2: <laughs> Have a good one. Have a safe journey as well. Cheers, um, Chris. Uh, try and bring some points back. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers mate, that's a popular Cheers. thank you, bye bye yeah, if you give us five minutes we're going to put all those links in the description below for you Um well how I'm happy I'm going to be, I am totally I'm utterly happy um, oh dear poor Jack uh, <laughs> indeed the, uh, Marsh is not for me these guys, I think it's the best, um, best well, not I say best of a bad, well, yeah, best of a bad bunch, I guess you could say. Uh, but at least, hopefully, they'll bring some fresh ideas, which is what we need. Not a fucking Rogers Mark III. Um, and they'll bring uh, some tactics and maybe even a plan B as well. We can be, we can be... Well, we can live in hope. But thanks everybody for watching. Thanks to everybody that was in the chat. Thanks to the guys for coming on. Uh, You can follow us at LTID TV on all the socials. Rest until I die, obviously. uh, Type either of those in, it should work for you. Um, Support us give us a subscribe smash that like button it really does help the channel we really do appreciate it um this has been ltd tv i've been chris this is arnie good night see you later in the week
1: thanks for watching these videos are tremendous you'd better like them too or i'll be back
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans. That's
1: all, folks.
2: Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. <sighs>